This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. What does the Bible say? Who can find a virtuous woman? You can have front. You have back. Your statistics are flawless. But you don't have the character to be a virtuous woman. Ladies and gentlemen, these are epitomes of character of a virtuous woman. Could you please put your hands together for Jesus? I am not here to appeal to your religious persuasion or to your theology. But what the Bible says, who can find? That means there are very few. The only person, look at the way you have packaged my good friend. When you see the apostle of hope, you know he's coming from a home that is well, I mean, the, the peace. This ministry is a reflection of your domestic impute. Because the quality of output is directly proportional to the quality of impute. When you see a man that is rising, People say that behind every successful man, there is a woman. Conversely, Mama Liz, when you see her to stunning, you will know that behind this stunning angel, packaged in the form of human, that there is a well-ordained man of God that is packaging her. So, but it takes diligence for you to what? Find a virtuous woman. Who can find a virtuous woman? There are many women. But who are, who are the virtuous? Now, if you did not leave your hands at home, crave your indulgence one more time. Put your hands together for this wonderful bundles of virtues. Mama Lisa and Dickness Monica. Can you clap? If you don't clap, I will suspect you. Clap, 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 clap. Where that children celebrate them, celebrate them, celebrate them. We celebrate you, we celebrate you. Thank you. That presupposes, ladies and gentlemen, before you sit, that presupposes that virtuous women are few. You are one of them, wonderful. Why did the Bible say, who can find a virtuous woman? You can be singing our song. And even though your voice is very tiny, you sing sonorously. Even mosquito, your voice is tinier than mosquito. But you may not be a virtuous woman. But from all these testimonies, not doctored, I am, by the grace of God, by virtue of my closeness, I have been close to them, spanning close to two decades now, since 2002, 2003. I have never heard. I have never heard. Do you, know, you, do you think all men of God are enjoying their wives? Some people are enduring their spouses. Not enjoying their spouses. I say, with my little chronological, I know their families, they are enduring themselves. But this one, you can see that she is a virtuous. That means there are few. Who can find? Even in the Bible, they are scarce. 
Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Rubies, no matter the currency that you use. I know in Canada you use Canadian dollars. In America, in a, in a UK, you use British pounds that you don't play with. British people, the way they treasure that their money, pounds. Oh my goodness. British people, I know you are different. The way you are even smiling generous, generously, it shows you don't have their DNA. <laughs> Who can? That means no matter the money, rubies, there are some countries that spend rubies. So, her worth, you cannot place any currency, match to match, just opposing it with the bundle of virtues that she exhibits. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above. Mama will celebrate you. Your worth is priceless. Mama Monica Odewenge will celebrate you. Your price. In fact, nobody can place a a monetary value on both of you. So we celebrate. The next verse, and you will see that. The whole church, can we chorus the next verse? The heart of her husband does safely trust her in her so that she shall have no need of spoil. That has been the testimony of my friend, the papa of this house. And I know your husband too. That has been his testimony. The heart of her husband can we celebrate these wonderful women? Celebrate them. Celebrate. If you did not forget your hand again at home, join me in celebrating them. Join me in celebrating them. We celebrate you, man. We celebrate you. God bless you. Sit down. Sit down as kings and as queens. I know my time is reduced to 30 now. Now, 25. Great. Thank you, sir. The topic that I've been mandated to speak on is the joy of a supporting partner. The joy of a supporting partner. If you are married here, can I see your hand up? Whether you're enjoying it or you're not enjoying it, see, let me, <laughs> raise your hand. Raise your hand. I know we have uh, our stars here, Guru. Raise your hand if you, are, if you are joyfully married. Okay. Your hand is up. Okay, you are right. You are not married. Who is eating your money? <laughs> we are married. So that pray, some prayer topics will end. Amen. Amen. Amen? The joy of a supporting partner. If your partner is here, don't say anything. Look straight, romantically glued to his eyes or her eyes. The joy of a supporting partner. Don't say anything. Just look. If you are not seated close to your spouse, wherever he or she is, just look straight. The only person you are seeing is that person. The joy of a supporting partner. <laughs> is your wife here? Yeah? Uh, is your wife here? Yeah? You never married. Who is this sister? Is, is your husband here? Yeah? Is your wife here? Yeah? IG, is your wife here? Yeah? Yes, Where is she? You are looking at her. Good. Now, <laughs> if your wife or your husband is here, as you are looking straight, what you are communicating, the person should be able to answer whether he or she 
is supportive. Because life answers to the doctrine of what? Reciprocity. Are you a supporting spouse? From all indications, we can see that Mama Liz is a very supporting spouse to the apostle. Same thing goes because it will reflect beyond your makeup here. You will you actually know if your spouse is supportive. Now, let's go to the word. How do you support your partner? I'll take, I want us to read Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22. Now, if you have the contemporary English version. Some of us have been reading King James before your father was born, before you were born. Sometimes you cannot interpret doubt that even you are a Shakespearean. It doesn't matter. Go and get other versions. Contemporary English version. Do we have it here? Where is the IT man? Before next Sunday, try to install it. He says, a man's greatest treasure is his wife. Contemporary English version. I know the King James says, who findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth favor. Great. That is a pre-colonial scripting. The contemporary scripting says, a man's greatest treasure is his wife. A wife's greatest treasure is his husband. Or is her husband. So, that presupposes that your greatest thing or the greatest treasure that you must have in this life as a married person or would be husband or wife is that the person that you want to marry or the person that you are married to, that individual ought to be the greatest treasure in your life. But today, do we have such in our homes? Celebrating these bundles of virtues, you can see that they represent the perfect Proverbs 31. And somebody will say, that is Old Testament, oh, this Lagos. We must shine our eye and be sophisticated. Your sophistication is no more powerful or more elevated than the word of God. I know you eat your breakfast in Lagos, lunch in London, dinner in New York. You cannot give a special interpretation to the world. Some of us place other people or money or other things above our spouses. A man's because if you have this spiritual knowledge that your spouse is the greatest treasure, the way some, some of us even handle our phones, you take your phone as even more powerful than your spouse. You give attention to your phone. If you are that kind of person, have a change of mind. We also, if you don't love your spouse or have that kind of premium on your spouse, I don't know how you can also have premium on the things of God. Amen? Number one, how to show or give support to your partner. Spiritual support. Build a spiritual support system for your partner. Ladies and gentlemen, life is war. Whether you believe it or not. As you are well seated, looking chocolately nice, life is war. 
when you look back and you know that you have a spiritual base support system that your wife or your husband is interceding for you giving you spiritual support because every man every woman has an altar that is speaking for him or her the day of battle when your spouse takes your matter to the most high above other altars I can assure you, heaven will respond positively on your behalf. The reason why some men don't do well, the Bible says we should treat our women with tender love unconditionally. What is the definition of love? If you ask me, love means sacrifice. When it is convenient and when it's not convenient. That is the love that Jesus showed. And what does that mean? That your wife or your husband should not it's not when they do something for you that you like that you you what show them spiritual support their battle becomes her battle becomes your battle his battle becomes what your battle spiritually you must build a support system that when your partner looks back he knows that somebody is praying for me if you check your home is your wife praying for you? Is your husband praying for you? Support system. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 12. I want us to quickly read it. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 12. Yeah? Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their what? Labor. Two. Two. When your wife, can I have a, 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 a couple here? A couple. I need a couple. Just a couple. I want to demonstrate something. If you are if you are living joyfully, I want a couple. A couple. A couple here. Leave the pastors. Leave the men of God. A couple. Sir, are you married? Where's your wife? Grab her and come. Yeah, yeah, come, come, come. It's ecclesiastical order. Please come. You are not married. Ah, why did you not? Who is married? Okay, where's your wife? Bring your wife. Please come. <laughs> come, 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 please. Come fast. Come fast. Now, what does my two are what? Better than one. Beautiful. Put your hands together for this wonderful woman. Thank you so much. Thank you. As a man of God, you know, it's only one channel you watch. And this is the only channel. Please come. The day even in the dream, you see another channel. That's error. Come, sir. Church, watch. Two are what? Better than one. Let's assume in the office, this man, when you, like those in the corporate world, your Monday meetings, do you know the kind of altar some people have gone before coming for that Monday meeting? Don't think life is ordinary. Life is not ordinary. The Bible says there was war in heaven. Heaven, even heaven, no. There was war. God, theologically, God did not create Satan. The person God created was Lucifer. Lucifer metamorphosed spiritually into Satan. God cannot create evil things. Now, since there was war in heaven, God had to pursue Satan. When he became Satan, he didn't pursue Lucifer. Now, when this man goes to work on Monday, 
those of us or some of us that are in corporate work, you dread Monday meetings. When people want to pull you down for them to rise, it's a very serious matter. Monday. Brahmazwe, you know what I'm talking about. Let's assume this guy has a pre office pressure. And those of those, some of them are cutting. They've consulted many authors before that Monday meeting. And they want him to fail. The wife. Ma, could you please kneel and be praying for your husband? Two are better than one. The blessing and gift. Rabaka Proto. Consume. Okay, where is your suit? Now. Now, the Monday morning is there. He's asked to do his presentation. And his presentation, let's assume this is a mountain. Hmm? This is a mountain. It will take a miracle because people will set traps for you. Life has a way of setting traps for individuals. Two, please go back to the scripture. Two, two are what? Better than one. Now, you want to lift this? No, lift it, carry it. And it's becoming very difficult. You know, stagger as if you are carrying it and it's very heavy. Mark, continue to pray now. In the spiritual realm, as you are praying, move, move in the spirit. Move in the, go stand. Move in the spirit. Go and help your husband. Everybody outside, help your husband to lift it. People in the office, corporate world, they are just seeing this man. And in the spiritual realm, it has been configured for him to fail. But the wife was praying at home. As he pray, he opens his mouth. The Bible says two are better than one. He lives to the amazement of all. This man lives what they felt was impossible. What was they felt was impossible. Two are better than one. That is what in the realm of the spirit, spiritually, that's what happens. Please drop it. Put your hands together for this couple. That is spiritual. Good. Thank you very much. Are we still there? Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verses 9 to 12. Verse 10. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone. In marriage, it's supposed to be coming together of two people, two destinies becoming one. Hello? Is what? Two people becoming one. I will establish it. Go to Genesis. Then we'll come back to Ecclesiastes. Genesis. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24. Genesis 2 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. It is the word that has not fully come to the interpretation what it means, this, the miracle of marriage. When two people are fused in and grafted, two destinies becoming one. In marriage, there is nothing like mine. It's a corporate language. It is what? Ours. 
In the corporate world, they indoctrinate us when it, when it becomes shared vision. You cannot go to any corporate organization and say, this is my vision. It is our vision. Corporate shared vision. That is where it should be even maritally. By virtue of marital fraternity, what belongs to you belongs to him. What belongs to him belongs to you. There is nothing like mine. That is the concept originally from the Trinity, from the genesis of life. You cannot have the Holy Ghost having his own way differently. God the Father having his own way differently. And Jesus Having so they don't speak in discordant tools, they speak with one voice. If we understand the concept that you and your spouse you are one, everybody nobody frustrates oneself. You cannot frustrate yourself from making progress because if you understand that your wife is you, you are your wife, you will not frustrate your wife when you know that God has deposited so much in your wife. What do you do? You give your wife impetus and for her to blossom because in her blossoming, you are blossoming. It is spiritual naivety. It is retrogressive for a man to be subduing his wife. In fact, my wife is my better version. I was created from crude materials. She was created from a refined material. So why is the argument who is finer? It is when I support her that she blows on. If I have beaten her this one, and we must come to the realization, everything we do in this life, one day you will give account. It doesn't matter your title. When you enter office, everybody stands. One day, you are going to stand before your maker and give account how you supported your spouse or how you suppressed your spouse. Because marriage, God from the genesis of life, has brought two people together to become one. There is nothing like man. Some of us, you hide your money from your wife for her not to know. And outsiders, they know. That is not maturity. Give her even the check to sign. When she finishes it, the Bible says, when the prodigal son came to his senses, when she finished the money, Maybe it will be a, a turning point economically. Yes? Shall be my money, not your money. Some of us, the ladies' money, my money, prophetess. My money is my money. His money is our money. He's a, he's a spiritual or error. Because, your royal majesty, husband and wife, the same. Nothing, there is no word. Nothing like parity. You are one. That is why the way God has created it. You support each other. In supporting your spouse, you are supporting yourself. Don't frustrate yourself to fail. If you are not supporting your spouse, you are frustrating yourself to fail. And you will give account. There are women here too. You frustrate your spouse. If you are not what... The Bible says what? Submitting yourselves one to another. If you are not submitting yourself to one, how can you submit to God? No wonder why they are looking for you in church. Everything about you, your name is John Bull, but your ministry is Jonaik. They see you April, first Sunday, throughout April. My brother, he has entered Jonah's ministry. <laughs> Jonah. Who sent you to where you are going to? 
Now, what is this? You must, you are spiritually, legally, economically, all around obligated by virtue of marriage to support your spouse. What are we seeing here? If the apostle is not supporting the wife, as we see, mama represents, she's an epitome of beauty, spiritually and physically. She will not be like this. It's not a product of speaking in tongues. One woman told the husband, every time the man knows that the wife wants to make a demand, he says he has gone to prayer room. He's speaking. Bees are there. I know that he doesn't have money. One day the wife hijacked him. See, after speaking, you must pay this bill. He said, I will die. Yo. I will. The woman, he said, you are not going anywhere. He's running away from responsibility. Don't run away from responsibility from your spouse. The words of your, of your spouse becomes your words. Her wins or his win becomes your win. Number two, emotional support system. When your spouse is crying, you must, you, you are obligated to cry with your spouse. When your spouse is happy, you can see the apostle dancing lavishly today before God. It is not his birthday chronologically, but by virtue of that marital fraternity, it is his birthday. Because what God has joined together, let no man put us. If we understand within the Christian, the oneness that God created from the genesis of life, all these problems will not be there. You will, in fact, you will, you will support your spouse joyfully. You will not be doing it stingily. The problem is that before some of us that are not married, this is the best time for you to define your values. Because marriage is coming together of two destinies, becoming one. There must be convergence of values. That's why the Bible says, do not be unequally yoked with an unbeliever. So, emotionally, you must be there. When he's crying, you cry. When he's celebrating, you celebrate like we're celebrating these wonderful women today with the spouses. Amen? Then, you share economic support too. Because of time, I want us to, when you get home, read um, Genesis chapter 31, verses 14 to 16. Jacob had economic battle with Laban, the father-in-law, the uncle, as it were. But, do you know what happened? The wives of Jacob stood with Jacob. Say, what portion do we have in our father's house? Don't support outsiders to ruin the economic life of your spouse. What Laban was to do calculatively, if not God had appeared and he had domestic support from the wives, Jacob would have been ruined economically. Because they felt, Laban and the children felt Jacob had taken what belonged to them. They wanted to strip him of everything. But the wives stood with Jacob. I said, what portion do we have? We must support our husband. What God has given to him, they are ours. So if you're here, don't kill the dream. That was why the, the, the drama presentation was very profound. Vision, like you normally say. Marry a man that has vision, not television. Because the vision will buy billion televisions. Put your hands together for Jesus. So, you must economically, don't diminish your spouse. 
There are people when your husband, you know your wife has a good job. Then your husband will say, you must submit. I want you to resign. Resign from what? The, the sister that went to be with the Lord now, you become manager. What do you understand the industry? Kill the woman, kill the, the economic life of the family. Where is it written? My my spiritual parents, you know, they've been they've been with the Lord. The wife, of course, that went with the sophisticated one, studied in England, English people, came back, sophisticated, had a good job, and things were rosy. The daughters, you know, children of nowadays, swinging. I want to marry a rich man. I want to marry. Why are they? The mom grabbed her, said, sit down here. Sit down. It's not enough for you to say, I want to marry a rich woman. I want to marry a rich man. You too must become a rich woman. I want to marry a rich man. I want to marry. Is there a need law saying that the husband cannot, the wife cannot support the husband? The Bible says, help me. What area have you helped your spouse? If you cannot help your spouse, and you are playing religion. Even the, the project of the church, you become it becomes a, an alien project. What are they saying? Every time they say they are placing demand. Because if you don't love the people you see, that you share your life with, even you become an editor or auditor with the things of God. You rationalize the ones to support and the ones not to support. Because the same the same where God has ordained the family unit spiritually, that's the way he has ordained physical family. If you support the marriage between Christ and the church, it's a replica of what we're supposed to have, the marriage between husband and wife. So if you don't support your spouse, it's an indication that you're carnal. When two people are together singing the same song, you saw the, the demonstration. When the wife was praying spiritually, she traveled in the realm of the spirit to help her husband to lift that task that he was not embarrassed. Economically, that is, you are not supposed to diminish your spouse. You are supposed to support your spouse. If you are sent from any angle to diminish your spouse, we reverse it. Can I say believe in amen? amen. Can I say believe in amen? amen? One minute as you are listening, open your mouth wherever you are and pray for your spouse. Whether you are married or not, even the person you are going to marry, I project in the name of Jesus. The person I will marry in the name of Jesus will be very supportive. Now, I command you, what is the name of your spouse? Bring the name of your spouse before God. I say, my spouse, you must support me. Then, psychological support. You must provide psychological support system. Build it. Build it. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, we read, let's turn to verse 11 and 12. And Deuteronomy chapter 32, verse 37. One shall chase 1,000. Two shall chase Deuteronomy chapter, chapter 32, verse 30. One will chase what? 1,000. Two shall chase what? 10,000. By that spiritual geometry progression, like we said, we established, life is war. If you go to battle alone, a day came to, there was a day, David and his men went to battle. He was a man of war, but they almost chopped off his head. Another Goliath came. A guy that came to, but God sent Abisha to support David. He would have been slain in the battle. Two are better than when they lie together, they warm each other. The reason why you are cold in life is because if you are married, it's because you don't have a supporting spouse. I pray that in the name of Jesus, after this service today, 
your spouse will be very supportive. Amen. Open your mouth and say, believe in amen. amen. One will chase 1,000. Two shall do what? Chase 10,000. Do you know what that means in life? That many people are trying to, they don't understand you. They want to dislocate you in this life. But you have a very supportive spouse, just like we have in the life of Mama and Dickness, supporting their spouse. Even far away, I know this spouse is supportive. That is why, even when they don't make up, you know that life and the family has made them up with God. Life is not a function of makeup because you can make up and everything about your destiny has been made down. Then when you have a supportive spouse, you glow. You glow every area of your life, including in your psychological life. Then physical support. Don't join anybody that wants to bring your spouse down. You must always, even in law, it is expected that the quantum of defense, let's assume somebody brings a cutlass or a gun to your house. God forbid, you are in a, you are a celebrity. Not acting now. Somebody brings gun coming from outside, man, and is chasing your daddy, your lover, your husband, your boyfriend. You, you are not party to that battle, but by virtue of marriage, you can go inside, bring the same gun, or even, even higher, aim at that person and bring the person. Lord will support you. Do you understand? So life, even physically, take the battle of your spouse and support the reason why mama is being celebrated today, you can imagine, God forbid, if the apostle decides this is the weekend that he wants to travel, there must be what? Connection. Physically. Even his physical presence here means more than all of us here. Means more than all of us here. Every time. So you say, my job, my job. You know what I mean? Oil and gas. Oil and gas. The day you will give account, oil and gas will not be there. So many people have destroyed the family fabrics because they value the place premium on their job, naira and cobalt, dollars, pounds, than their spouse. You must be physically there. Don't just say, I'm praying with you. There's a place for prayer, but there's a place for physical connection. There's a place to read poems. I know, he sent me a video. I said, ah, this domestic one, let's be part of it. I said, make one remain small for Sunday. You can imagine, you're not, you know what it means to for a spouse to be emotionally and physically there for the spouse is very therapeutic. You don't need to go to any saloon for you. That kind of emotional massage is, 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 is tranquilizing. It's very soothing. If you want to clap, clap for Jesus. Amen. Then, love unconditionally. Where's our scripture? Ecclesiastes 4. Read verse, let's read 11 and 12. Five minutes more, will Ecclesiastes 4. Ecclesiastes 4. Yes. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm? So many people are in cold. Life has treated them badly because they neglect the office of so the greatest office that a married man or a married woman can take is the office of supporting each other. Yes, sir. 
Don't support outsiders while your wife is not being supported. You are generous. He's a giver. He's a donor. Have you donated domestically? On Friday, we are here. One person, you know, whether it's a real or this, they serve me, uh, they serve me food. The fish, fish head, and they remove the flesh. And the wife was pressing for. You know, life is what you give. That's all. You are demanding goat head. You are demanding how many meat. But you know what you gave to your wife for a month? 700. When do you expect the woman to perform magic? So if you like meat, like some of us that will have African intestine, your, your gastronomical makeup, you more meat more. If if it is if it doesn't have stumbling block, you, 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 you've not been served. In my place, no matter the quantum of food, those of us from Niger Delta, you know what I'm saying. If they serve you food. In fact, the meat, the mountain of meat should be, should be more than the mountain of food. Otherwise, you are insulting others. How can you be serving somebody? Food? But what you have, what you have dropped? Insufficient. Is it sufficient? Insufficient. Insufficient. So, your demand must be, must be what? Correspondingly at par with your expectations. Don't make little input and make life miserable for that woman. You are, you, you are seen outside as he's a very gentleman. Gentleman. But when you come home, it's like a terror. Be a lion outside to devour the enemies of your family and spouse. And you come home, you become a lamb. That's why Jesus is the lion. The lion. Not a lion. The lion. Definite article. The lion. When the enemy come to eat us or spiritually, the lion of the tribe of Judah roars. Nobody argues with the voice, voracious voice of a lion. That you are supposed to be a lion to devour anything that wants to threaten your spouse. But when you come home, you become a lamb. You become a lamb. It is the same, the same thing that Jesus painted. You know, the relationship between the church. And Jesus is the same relationship that's expected between us and our spouses. Rachel and Leah supported Jacob. How have you supported your spouse? I end with this. I end with this. With this quote. A birthday is a reminder to celebrate the life as well as to update the life. But I meet Calentry. It's to celebrate the life. Our wrinkles are our medals of passage of life. Many people are celebrating today. They don't know the story behind the glory. Everyone here, let's draw inspiration from their lives. We must draw inspiration. It's not enough for us to clap and show, and show piety in the presence of God. We must draw lessons. This man, that, this woman that is well kept, stunning like this, epitome of beauty. You know, elegant, flawless appearance. There is a person that is walking behind you, and that is God's servant. We must learn from it. We must learn from it. Because there are wrinkles that he has covered 
that you are not seeing her wrinkles. If you are seated here, you must be able to cover the wrinkles of your spouse. Then when they are presented, the better version of your spouse will be seen. And then there's this quote by Larry Hilton. Don't just count your years. Make your years count. By George Meredith. Every year, your birthday, you get a chance to start new. If you're here, don't, you, don't, you don't have anything to regret. Particularly our celebrants. There is nothing that God cannot recreate. And the devil is a very bad guy. He's a, he's a bad fool. Big fool. He only reminds us of what God has not done for us. But he doesn't remind us of what God has done for us. Anything that you don't have the capacity to change, take it as a thanksgiving and give to God. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. In everything, give thanks. Could you please stand? Let's go with this attitude as we have it in Psalm 90 verse 12. Lord, teach us to number our days that we may apply our hearts to wisdom. It's only a fool that will not give thanks. Do you know someone will choose to do their birthday in clubs? Where they say they have this, they have that, and they'll be drinking to stupor. But we have come, ably led by your boyfriend, this handsome man of God. You cannot marry, there is no better person to marry than this man. Church, can you clap? You are well packaged. I told you, get in pocket loaded. No, you saw the pocket today. From she saw the future. If you want to marry, marry future. Marry future. Everything we're celebrating about your life, man, today, I humbly submit, is that God has given you the vision, not the television. And that is why. And He has been helping you to bring out the best. You're here. Please bring out the best from your spouse and the person you want to marry. Don't just say, I want to marry tall, rich, and handsome. I want to, I asked somebody, somebody came to me crying. Uh, I, I want the best. I want the best. I asked the person, you, are you the best? Don't give statistics that you don't have. Expectations. Eh? You, are, you, you package yourself as monkey and you want to marry, marry uh, the atomist. God does not merge like that too. So please, let's have this attitude of gratitude. Even the church, what can God use us to do in service unto God? Because we are married to Jesus. In everything we do, we must give account. Could you please stand and close your eyes if you don't mind? We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30 p.m. and Sundays 8.30 a.m. at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi, Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries. Or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.